On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. What do you want for dinner? I don't care. You pick. Lasagna? Nah. Curry? Nah. Tacos? Nah. Burgers? Nah. How about fish? No. Chicken? Ham? Uh-uh. Bacon? Nah. You said you wanted me to pick. Yeah, but you haven't picked the right one yet. We got five chiefs, no Indians, but the, the, this chemistry that we have produces so many great songs, you know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck it is, but we have a great time with the music, which overshadows that we think each other are a bunch of clowns. So, occasionally we get do make some good business decisions, but it's, it's a hard road to hoe, you know? But I love the guys, you know, and I'm not saying anything bad about them. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a hard gig. It's like, know? dude, it's like family. Yeah. It's five fucking drunk Irish brothers that not one will fucking give up in, in like, if you're doing slap biting or wrestling in the room, I'm not giving up unless I can't breathe and I'm knocked out, you know? <laughs> You are listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast, uniting the country in the most seditious manner. Did I use that right? Seditious? Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined, as always, with the seditious Elsie out in Denver, Colorado. How are you this Sunday morning, Elsie? Oh, I am excellent. Thank you for asking. And yeah, I mean, I got to tell you, I learned a new word this week. Mm. So yeah, we'll get into that here in a little bit, I think. I, sure. We had a fun conversation I think the listener will enjoy. So yeah. Absolutely. You and me but, both. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. We'll take you, we'll take you on the journey. How are uh, uh, things in, in the household there? We're, we're, we're starting to settle in pretty well into the new year. Uh, 2021 sure. is uh, over a week old as, as we speak here. No, th- things are great. Um, you know, uh, what I always like about the new year is you, you just you look at your credit card statement and you, and you say, yeah, I, I really, really gave my kids a good Christmas. What do you think? <laughs> I think that's great, by the way. Uh, the, the thing that's <laughs> most on top of my mind lately is with these um, stimulus checks going out. I want to know what piece of uh, overpriced Kiss merchandise Joel Polo bought with it. <laughs> oh, that's <is> true. <laughs> Maybe he got a new turntable go bag or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's happened to you, but but like the, it came super fast this time. Yeah, it did. It was. Uh, it seemed like they get, they got the system down. It was. Uh, it's. It was in our bank account pretty quick. So yeah, last time I had like a prepaid debit card for no apparent reason, and then this time it was just like, oh, all right, here's an extra paycheck this week. And that's mm. basically what it was. I just so. paid for a lifetime membership to OnlyFans. So Ooh, okay. again, I don't know. Is that a catfishing website? I don't know what that is. So. Of course you don't. Yeah, of course. I don't okay. think when you say stuff like that, I can only assume your wife actually uh, secretly listens to the the podcast, and you're just covering your tracks. 
Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, hey, what you, you know, got? Speak, speaking of wives, man, I got uh, a question for you. You're a married man, and, a lot, and plenty of our listeners are, too. Um, as much as uh, our audience is a giant sausage fest, they uh, typically oh, use God. our show to get away from the, the wife, is all I'm getting at. Yes. Um, why... Like and this is not just this is not just uh, my lovely wife Amy. Um, this is basically any woman I've spent any amount of time in a vehicle with. <laughs> so this is a generalization. Yeah. So how is it? Yeah, this is definitely a blanket statement uh, about all women. Um, how come? Yeah. And, and I, I will say this, excluding the elderly. Uh, uh-huh. How is it they take they can't get out of the car in under three to five minutes? You know what I mean? Any, it's like, especially when you're not driving. It just, it's like we pull into Target. Like once you're in the the parking lot, you only have one job, and that is to be ready to exit the vehicle. How okay. come I can park, you know, get the car shut off and everything, and be out in basically in front of Target, and they haven't even opened the fucking door? <laughs> I assume you've ran into this because it's across the board. I, I just need to understand this a little bit, but because I. You, you told me that you're going to talk about this, so uh, I think I have different <laughs> levels, maybe. But 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 I I know what you're saying in general. Like, like I might me, be exaggerating me... a little bit. I've been known to do that. Okay, that's fine. So have I. But uh, <laughs> uh, but but the, but I'm just saying. Like, so let me guess that part of the irritant is you say like we are going to this location, and then obviously you uh, are coming into the parking lot, and you know that you're going there, and then the car stops, and then the radio turns off, and these are all these like I yes. guess. Things saying triggers, triggers, if you may, uh, you saying we are about to leave the vehicle. And, yeah, and, and walk yes. towards the door. Yeah, and yeah. and now this is there's a, there's a big people are like, what's the big deal? Why do you care? There is a life uh, happiness, uh, a personal joy that that's being stolen here. That I think, like, there is a serious consequence to this. To me, there is no value added time sitting in a car in a parking lot. That is basically we're, we we're only here once, baby. Do we really want to spend as much time of that sitting in Target's parking lot? We're there for a task. It is not like, you know, oh, man, I just want to bask in the moment. I, I hear what you're saying. And there is no value added sitting in a parking lot unless you're listening to our show. But if you once you turn off the <laughs> – once an engine is turned off, you're saying that, that there is then a pause of doing what? I don't understand what that exactly. is. Exactly. What are you fucking doing besides putting your hand in the door handle – Open it up. Your seatbelt should already fucking off before the drivers. Is it on the phone? I have no Is idea. Sometimes, phone? for the most, but this goes before phones were. I mean, we we went to uh, Texas in 2013 for my uh, sister's wedding. Uh, and that was before, like, sitting on your phone for was as common as it is now anyway, right? And sure. we, we got a rental car, and uh, it had this lovely feature that I enjoyed. Basically, you know, and then here's the other thing, too. I want to lock the fucking car while I'm still close enough to do it. You know what I mean? Yes. It, you know, so get out and shut the door so I can fucking lock it. But so this had a nice feature. Um, uh, I, re- I really wish I had it now, although I'd probably be divorced because um, uh, <laughs> it drove Amy batshit the week we were in Texas. Every time it went ding, and it was that was it's saying that the, the that someone's trying to lock the doors, shut your door. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so it was like a little so, and every time I did that, I would go, "That's your warning." And, I don't know. After about I don't know one day, she was like, "Would you shut the fuck up?" It, like, well, get out of the car, <laughs> shut the door. I, I I'm still. Uh, that is a great feature. It, it's uh, you know. I would think now you just have an extra thing where you just, you know, 
add a get the fuck out of the car or something like that to, <laughs> get over out, and over get again. Get out, get out, get out. Get out, get out. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, I'm just Right now, divorce there's... attorneys are like, I got a great yes. idea. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> get GM that. on the phone. I got a product to pitch. <laughs> and But I'm, I'm thinking like, what is that? Is there stretching involved? I'm trying to what's, what's going on in, in the other oh. seat after uh, it's almost the like they exit. were asleep and like, oh, we're here. Oh, hold on, gotta shake off the cobwebs. You mind running in there and get me a cup of coffee? Yeah, I no, no. Everybody is every, when the, when the door when when the car stops, it's time to get out and let's get. What else door. do you have to do? Again, the older you get, a little slower you move. You know, we're all feeling the effects of that. So I'm not sure. I'm not. Uh, I'm not losing my shit when Grandma's having a harder time getting out of the the old book cruiser. Take yeah, your yeah, time, yeah. you know, um, but my fully functioning children and wife should be able to exit, you know, and typically the boys are out of the fucking car. They don't want to sit there yes. anymore. The girls are Damn the ones straight. that are just meandering. I, I don't I don't get what it is. Fibaging through their bags of girl stuff. Yes. Hit us <laughs> up and, and ask if this is a recurring problem on, on your end. I think I, I I have somewhat of this, but but I don't think there uh, there's the uh, the delay of game as much. Well, there might uh, be like this um, this uh, this uh, light bulb effect that's going on. Like I may have just exposed uh, men around the world. Uh, to this this thing that they've basically been oblivious to, you know what I mean? And now they're gonna be super pissed uh, if there's any pause. <laughs> there was a a guy I used to work with. He watched a lot of reality television, and uh, I had a conversation with him where I kind of broke down. You ever notice that they're all the same? That like basically at the begin, like every segment starts with telling you what's going to happen and then ends with what uh, is coming up, and then when it comes back, it goes it recaps what just happened, and yeah, then yeah. again tells you what's going to come up, and it does Bro. it every. And then every commercial break, they, they show a lot of the shots of the building, you know, from the outside. Yep. And like about two days later, he came back and said, I ruined some of his favorite shows for him. <laughs> He's like, I didn't realize there's almost like only two minutes of actual content. Uh, yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to have that same effect here. Maybe uh, I, I've now ruined <laughs> parking lots for uh, uh, loose cannon there. I know. I'm on point. I, I got the timer as soon as, I, as soon as I turn off the engine right now. <laughs> Done. Public service announcement as usual. Started this podcast. Uh, I, I got to tell you, there's a lot of different people out there. Michael Sweet, Ron Keel, you know, different people you've interviewed, and just just people in general in the music industry that I really didn't know much about. Uh, also, didn't really know their names. Like if you had asked me right right uh, on the street, name all five members of Rat at one mm. point. Even though I enjoyed Rat, they just weren't a personality band for me. 
Okay. Uh, and and if you ask like who's their drummer, I don't know if I would really? say oh. Their drummer is Bobby Blotzer because they were just basically a Stephen Piercy had the albums but never really jumped into them like you do your Motley Cruz or anything yeah. like that. It just it just wasn't my thing, man. That's a little but, surprising just because um well because probably because we never talked about it. I get it, I guess, but uh, yeah, I I knew all of them. I probably I know you're you're much big much much bigger fan in that area. And my point is is that my God. I wish I've known more about this guy a long time ago because he is a he is a wealth of entertainment, yeah. and I would say he is definitely at least in the top ten. Of we don't talk about him as much, but uh, would you would you say he's one of the mascots of Cobras and Fire? We're talking about Blotzer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, we he had that whole fake rat thing, and he did that mm-hmm. that nice little speech at uh, Grand Rock Timber that I know we shared on the Facebook page, right? Uh, uh, yeah, oh. he's been a, a wealth of uh, show material. Now, he has been quiet for a while, basically, since they kicked him out of the band. He's been persona non grata. Right. That's that's what that's that's what I'm saying is that that he's been he's 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 been, you know, he's laid low. Maybe Chris Aiken least. can line up an interview with him for us. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, probably a double header with um, what uh, uh, Dawkin. No, <laughs> every other get Don and Blots uh, on. <laughs> Uh, Dawkins is there, Ron Keel, yeah, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or Michael Sweet, one of the two. But uh, anyway, so you alerted me of a new video interview with e- another podcast out of Canada. Yeah, one of our Canadian friends, uh, and we use the fir- the word friend in in the American term, not the Canadian version. So. <laughs> I don't even know what that means exactly. I don't, just, just, uh, we're we're uh, definitely uh, harsher, so we'll. Uh, oh, okay. Just another another podcaster. Yeah, yes. there we go. Yeah, we we've uh, uh, any followers of our show probably already know what we're talking about. But, a respected uh, a respected rock journalist. A respected rock journalist, just doing his job, people. Just doing his doing job. A job. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. So uh, it, it was weird too how it came across. There's this um, Midwest, uh, oh, concert group that I'm part of on Facebook, and this the the admin shared it. And the thing is, it was the screen cap that drew me in because I don't know if you if you, you you've seen the video. So I, I assume you yep. saw like the the freeze frame panel where it's just Bobby off in the corner with a giant TV with football on behind him. And yep. it was actually a fairly sharp picture. I think he was shooting with his iPhone, we find out in the course of the interview. But yes. uh, that's funny for a reason we'll get into. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I wasn't saying anything there. But I got to see what he's up to. And it was a, uh, it was a good hurt, man. Uh, I, enjoyed, <laughs> I, I, was, uh, I was fixated for a good 51 minutes or however long it is. As, as much as uh, the interview was as quality as ever. Um, uh-huh. Hard-hitting. I, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I really enjoyed full on Bobby. I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> How would you describe full. the fucking setup, man? <laughs> um, well, it was, it was definitely full frontal Bobby. The thing I really liked about it is that the interview was very authentic. Like you couldn't, you could, you could tell that there was absolutely no prep uh, ahead of time. Right? Just a couple or, of bros catching up, man. Yeah, it was like totally. Totally organic. It did not I mean, look like someone had staged their house for to put on the market. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did think I, half halfway through I was going to see uh, uh, ads for Airbnb or Zillow. Now, um, a couple takeaways if anybody's going to watch this. First of all, get some alcohol in front of you, unless it's not your thing. That's okay. But if you want to have a drinking game, let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, drink every time he mentions iPhone, uh, every time he mentions fiance or girlfriend or her kids or mm-hmm. uh, his kids, uh, sure. and then every time he mentions a famous neighbor. 
So oh yes, so. that's this. You are on the floor within five minutes. <laughs> Pretty uh, quick, anyway. But uh, uh, no, I just I, or every time I think, the host or, or the the interviewee makes your eyes roll, take two shots. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think. Yeah, we're we're definitely uh, do not do this. They, so so that but. Part of what I – I'm just going to give you a couple observations because you have a more in-depth uh, analysis of it, I believe. Yeah, okay. Do, do, do you mind what no, I just saw right it. in the beginning? Let's hear it. Okay. So it starts off with – with. Uh, do, do you call him the Blots? Is that his nickname, his best – Yeah. I the, mean that's what I call, that's, that's, that's what me and his friends yeah. call him. Um, well, you, you know. You probably want to call him Bob. Well, first off, he, he puts his – you know, he wants to put his personality in the camera. He wants to show you a little bit of that Blotz swing that he brings to uh ah, to Blotz swing. His, yeah, I got that note. Yes. Yeah. And uh, – but but it starts off with not just the TV in the corner, but I'm not sure if you've ever seen these kind of like joke things that Spencer gifts, but he basically has one of those one of those wine glasses that says Mom's Glass of Wine or something like that. Oh, my God, it's yes. This monster a monster cup, like this biggest pour of wine. So you're starting off with this man that he's showing, this is not just the drummer from Rat, but this is a classy, <laughs> successful man with a way too fucking big glass of wine. What flavor uh, of Mad Dog street. is in that glass is what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That was Ripple in there, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that, but, that, that, that is, and he's wearing sunglasses in the house. Uh, oh, that's, that's thing. right. He's, he's watching yes. TV, watching football with the sunglasses on and his four-gallon-sized glass of wine. <laughs> he's just kind of holding it up there by the camera. <laughs> like, oh, hey, Mitch. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. you're calling. I was just hanging out with my, my blue blockers and a, and a gallon of wine and got everything fired up in the basement just waiting for your call for this organic conversation we're going to have. Oh, that, that noise that you barely hear? That's my gardener. <laughs> my gardener's walking around. Yeah, oh, I'm probably right. going to have to move. Oh, that's also drink every time he mentions his fucking gardener. By the oh, wait, way, wait. I'm going give, to uh, give our friend in Canada. I like the joke where he's like, is the gardener's name Juan? I yes. thought that was a very... Uh, well done. I like that cheap shot. And even Bobby went with it one time. He's like, he go opens up the door. He's like, hey, Juan. <laughs> Just kidding. The guy, the gardener was, I don't know if you noticed, he was kind of going like this a lot, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he did the, the, the Juanacopter a couple times with the leaf blower. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's going <laughs> back and forth. Swinging the leaf blower around his neck. Very energetic gardener. But, uh, yeah, not, not uh, you know, just a little, just light racism. Uh, jokes there. It's yeah. great. And what was the gardener's actual name? Like Rodrigo or something? <laughs> yeah, and like, that's the best part. At one point, Bobby lost track of the joke because uh, uh, he uh, dropped in the old Juan line again. Uh, you know, and, and he goes, right. actually, his name is Ricardo or something like that. You know, and like, hey, Ricardo, you're on national TV. So I didn't. When we prepared for the show, I wasn't aware there was going to be such a spot-on Bobby impersonation. That's this. I would have. Uh, I, I should have come prepared too. But the thing that that's, that is very disturbing too is that when you're the owner of the place that you're doing the interview, uh, it, you can usually schedule when you have your maintenance help. Uh, around things you have scheduled in your day, so it was a well, real just, shame. It, 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 it just shows you how impromptu this whole thing was. 
Yeah. Um, really? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I did. I did enjoy the every five minutes hearing a leaf blower during the interview too. It's one of those <laughs> things that adds adds to the quality of it. But please continue with with more observations that you saw from this fifty minutes that you burnt. I made it about twenty. Okay. So. Well, let's uh, let's set it up a little more for anybody that hasn't watched it. So yeah, this is basically set up as just an interview that was prearranged with uh, so with, with yeah a and um. Uh, and Bobby, so that, but then it quickly shifts where uh, um, uh, the host goes, you know, we talk all the time. We're always texting each other pictures of, hey, look what I'm working at at home and stuff. Wouldn't sure. it be fun if you gave us a tour of Casa del Blatz? You oh know, yes, um, and so yeah, like uh, that's what we're going to kind of break down a little bit as as, as yeah. Bobby tours his home. Yeah, uh, and, I'll, and and this is you know something you would normally do when the interview is supposed to be about promoting him an appearance with Steel Panther. Yeah, during 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 what I should mention before we don't forget it during this scam den scam demic. Yes, Bobby scam-demic. is a scam demic guy. Yes, uh, he so. even brings that up in promoting the show. Uh, he's like, you know, social distancing, you know, with the scandemic and everything. Uh, yeah, he playing a couple rat tunes on December fifth with Steel Panther somewhere, and apparently it was a ticketed event. I, now I did like that, so we can we can we can jump all over the place. This doesn't really matter, but like, there's a couple old man moments with Bobby and not really understanding how a live stream concert worked was one of my favorite ones. It's like I don't know, one of those things where it's like, you know, you can watch it when it's happening, <laughs> live television. Yeah. <laughs> Not a whole lot different, but the li- a live stream, that's what they call it. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so after he's done talking about his gardener, or bitching about his gardener, making so much fucking noise that you can barely hear at, the, at, the point. at, the, at that point, it sounds like it might be like a furnace in another room for any, you know, it, it, the air conditioning's on. I don't know. Um, yeah. He name drops Tom, hanging out with Tommy Lee a couple times. Um, sure. T-Bone. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they set up this huge fake spontu- spontaneous tour of his home. And uh, I don't know. I One of the things that I liked the best was when he turned a corner and he very conveniently shows a line of guitars that have been like <laughs> these have been cleaned and staged and, and set up in a perfect row on a stand pauses the camera long enough and then pulls away and then uh, the host is like, hey, 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 wait a minute there. Well, did I see some guitars down there? Are those your guitars? Do you have guitars, Bobby? Are you a musician who does more than hits things with sticks? <laughs> uh, you know, and so this is like, Bobby's like, oh, yeah. And actually, I wrote down what he says. Uh, uh, There's also a bass down there as well. I've done a lot of work with those. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm praying there. I'm literally sitting in my living room like, pick one up, Bobby. Pick yeah. one up. Show me a couple chords. There's, you are such a, this is such bullshit. It's just like, I write songs too. I am a musician. Uh, was there any drums? I didn't see drums anywhere, no. That's my point. That's my point. <laughs> the neighbors complained. Uh, it was oh, a nice right. house, but it wasn't uh, like uh, on its own plantation or anything like that. Okay. Um, so yeah, this this I don't know. Th- that was one thing when you go through. This does not look lived in, other than like some of the decorations, like everything. The furniture it looked like a fucking furniture store. Those guitars yes. look like a display at Guitar Center. Um, the only thing that had any sort of personal touch was an office he went in, where he talked about, and where just prior he said, "Yeah, I don't really display my rat stuff. You know, I just I don't need that cluttering up my my area or something like that." And then you go in here, this room, it's just wall to wall rat. <laughs> Uh, almost right after that. It looked like a, when you go, when a realtor shows you around and somebody doesn't live there anymore and the house is staged. Exactly. Yeah. Um, except for that room. 
Yeah, yeah. It's very odd. But and then and the, his the fiance and their kids live there. They liked uh, they liked living there with with Bobby. So I have some theories. We'll get into at the end and whose house Please. this might be. But uh, yes, it is a really fucking cool house. He goes out and shows you the the back patio with the swimming pool and the and the jacuzzi. Uh, sure. So, and you know, he said it's a nice 75, 76 degrees that day. It does look nice. He, uh, you go out to his front yard. He yells at Juan the gardener, um, <laughs> <laughs> who sure has a lot of work for a house that looks pretty fucking spotless. Uh, even the yard looks ready. Um, but he kind of points off into the hill where George Lynch lives and says that's where a bunch of fires burn. So, you know, they had those fires this summer. So apparently he was. Pretty close to death there. Uh, who okay. was his other famous neighbor? Ah, uh, shit. It was George Lynch and... Steve. Steve. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe I'll come across it here. I can't... Dem- it, uh, he, yeah, he blames uh, uh, George uh, for something. I can't remember. He, some sort of weird r- break or something. But So he goes out yeah, and he can says... I, can I just say real quick, though, that uh, it is a shame that... Uh, it, does he call George George Lynch his boy? Like he's his buddy? Or No. Uh, it doesn't sound like he has a problem with him. No, he just calls him George. Says, says his oh, name George Lynch, and then from that point on, he refers to him as George. So I, it sounds like he's friendly with him. I'm just asking because the fact that 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 uh, he's never drummed in any of his nineteen thousand side project, projects. <laughs> that's not a good sign. Yeah, yeah, you if you need a drummer yeah. last minute, he's like, ah, I'm not really into the blot swing. Yeah, that's right. uh, do, do we gloss over that a little bit too much yet? Because uh, uh, the interviewer fucking really kisses uh, Bobby's ass when it comes to his drumming. It's like I haven't seen Way Cool Junior played right in twenty years, and Bobby's like, well, <laughs> you know, I, I've actually been in the band during that time, so. Maybe dial it back a little bit there. You know, I, it was played yeah, yeah. right when I was in there. But, uh, yeah, you need that blood swing. Ugh. Like, Bobby's a fine drummer. I've never had a problem with him a drummer as a drummer. I, I So, but I, I don't I just know. think it's funny. I don't think I've ever heard a drummer refer to their style as their name and the word swing before. <laughs> Maybe Peter Chris. Uh, Peter Chris swing. Uh, but, yeah, he, uh, 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 yeah, well, I love, too, he did that whole classic 80s thing where, he pretends to be influenced by music that he clearly never listened to. Oh, know, sure. You know, with uh, like Motley Crue, you know, a lot of those guys, it's the blues. But for Bobby, it's Motown. Yeah, that's what he oh, was yeah. raised on was fucking Motown, man. Big um, time. You know, the that Motown stuff, you know, that's what I like. Uh, so, yeah, he, he yeah. dropped that up because he's not just some dumb 80s hair metal guy. No, you know. every time I hear Wanted Man, I think this is a complete rewrite of uh, down, down on the Boardwalk. Oh, absolutely. Under the Boardwalk? Right. On, well, down or under it. One of the two. That's right. Yeah, now you understand why Heard It Through the Grapevine lines up so nicely with Round and Round. Exactly. Yes. It, it, it's, it, the it's the in, swing. The influence is there, and it's Bobby. Right. Yeah. And speaking of that, he, he clearly, there, there's more than one occasion, not just with the guitars, but he brings it up about, it, he's clearly got a chip on his shoulder, and I've heard this in other interviews, too, when it comes to, like, whether he's just some dumb guy who hits things with sticks. He's a musician, mm-hmm. man. Uh, they all five wrote all the songs, which, as someone who's written songs, uh, I can tell you is exactly how it works. Uh, every, you only you write everything as a collective, uh, and and everybody gets equal credit, and then then it, it only gets stolen from you. Um, oh. So yeah, we all share publishing, baby. You know, Cobra Kai talked about Rat. They did that Rat commercial, which I hate, but I love the royalty checks. Uh, the Geico oh. commercial that round and round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right, with them right. too. That commercial sucks. Uh, yeah, it's not very good. Yeah, so, um, but I think I I think it sucks for fairly 
legitimate reasons. He thinks it sucks because he's not in it. Uh, I'm guessing, but... Fair enough. Well, it does come up. Bobby, are you retired? He says, I'm sort of retired. He needed a break. And that's where he blamed George for something like that. I don't know. Maybe uh, George Lynch just makes him tired by just watching George Lynch probably makes people tired, man. Oh, sure. I mean, George Lynch has already quit uh, and started three projects since we uh, started this episode. Yeah. Very active. Um, But yeah, he... uh, uh, he, he goes out do, you think, do, do you think George Lynch could even name his bands he's been in? Oh, like if you put, if you, man, if like I ever get him order. back on, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to do that. If we ever get yeah, George Lynch it, back on, we have to ask him. In sequence. Yes, uh, in chronological sequence order. But right now, no no wait, just right now, rattle off the last 10 bands that you have made, you've been part of. <laughs> yeah, no well, stop, ready, yeah, go. Yeah, just How about just we can even limit it to things that had official releases? Yeah, he's like, well, yeah, the last one obviously was a filthy. Uh, Hold uh, on, I just uh, quit. Sadie, <laughs> filthy Sadie was last year's. What about the treehouse he he built? Uh, and then within <laughs> two sentences, you find out that he just watched people buy, build it. I have no idea what you're. T- oh, yes, that's that's. Uh, that I was see, I didn't make that. Cool. No, I bailed. I bailed. So there's a long line. It's this long hill bit right to the side of his house. Um, uh, so it's actually a fairly tight plot of land. Um, it's tucked in, and it's got it like the backyard is basically almost all swimming pool and, and jacuzzi, from what I could see anyway. And then to the side of the garage, there is like this hill that uh, goes up a good chunk of ways, and he built some steps on there, and uh, it goes up to this kind of it's in a tree, but it's this kind of professionally built, you know. It's not the most exotic one. I don't know if you've ever seen that show with those those people yep. build just ridiculous tree houses. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So this this is a, a professionally well built, nice thing, and it overlooks the whole neighborhood. And frankly, you know, I could I could see myself having a couple glasses of uh, Mad Dog with Bobby and, and relaxing <laughs> in the California evening, uh, overlooking sure. George Lynch's house. Uh, I don't know, man. I the, 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 I think that what we're getting at here is that you know I I, I think Bobby might be li- he might be basically. Living with some side action or something like that—that's got the money. You know what I mean? I don't—I don't know how well he's done with his money. And this isn't—it's—it would not be unbelievable to think that he had enough money for this house. It's like I said, it's—it's—it's a—I liked it. It was a nice house. It was—it was well set up, and it, it doesn't seem like it would be out of his means. But he also seems like a dumb guy who pissed away a lot of his money. <laughs> and uh, and again, this does look like a model home. I was like watching Arrested Development there for a little bit and expected yeah. like him to lean into a wall and then it just kind of fall falls. Because it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, even the kitchen, there's nothing other than a perfectly spotless kitchen. I don't think there was a fucking toaster that I saw. I mean, it's just like... The only I, glass in the house is a four-gallon wine glass. Let me tell you. You want to do conspiracy theories? All I can say is that, that it doesn't take too long to grab some of those those uh, 3M strips to, to mount a couple of your <laughs> pictures on the wall without any nails. Put a couple guitars in the in the, the hallway and zip around. Yeah, I can listen. And, and he's clearly I, got I, help. Have them do yeah, it. Juan, yeah, get in I here mean, fucking hang some pictures. <laughs> Gardner put, and put down the leaf blower. I need you to hang this platinum album. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. If you were to get a tour of my house, all I gotta do is put up a couple uh, uh, frame <laughs> pictures of cobras and fire, and you think it's mine? How do you know?
one last takeaway from the Bobby Bloster thing that I actually found kind of endearing. Because, um, you know, I think he mentions in the in the video that he's 62 years old, which, uh, well, you know, that's a significant age if he's telling the truth. Um, looks pretty good for that. I would say he looks good for 62. So yeah, uh, I, I, I have no problem, uh, uh, you know, saying that. But uh, Would you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's clearly, he's, he would be my sugar daddy. Uh, he can give, give you the plots of swing. Fuck yeah. you <laughs> oh, I wouldn't take what? too much Mad Dog to get me in there. <laughs> what, song, what, what song would you like playing in the background of the rap? Oh, Wakefield Jr. Oh, that, that does sound like porn, porn music sound up, sort of. And that really has that blot swing. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, baby. All right. Anyway. Okay, now that we've grossed time. out the whole audience. Uh, yeah. No, he's uh, he, so when he gives the tour of the house, he switches from self-facing camera to the outward camera, right? And then yeah, yeah. he he can't get it back. It's a mind blower, <laughs> and man. He's like sitting on the counter, and uh, and uh, old Mitch is trying to like, well, Bobby, just just walk around to the other side, and and we'll see you there. And he's like, I can't figure it out, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> what I noticed during that segment, though, was that uh, E is not going to work in tech support anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was uh, he well, solve the probably problem. the same fucking age, man. Let's be honest. Uh, uh, Bobby looks better, uh, but, you know, he's probably had a more charmed life, I think, uh, than, sure. than our than our friend in Canada. But uh, any, what else we got to get into today? I, I, I think um, I think you have a list of the top 10 rock songs from iHeartRadio in front of you. Is that correct? I do. I do. I figured, you know, people enjoyed our top 10 each. But what, But let's see what the people, what the people are demanding out there, right? And iHeartRadio basically now is one of the three companies that owns every radio commercial radio station um, in, in every yeah. every market. So. so you're ready for the top 10? Yeah, so this is the top 10 songs of, of 2020, correct? So these are the songs that iHeartRadio featured on rock the most in 2020. So I'm expecting a lot of current rock, you know. Yep. Oh, yeah. So number 10, Offspring Gone Away. Okay. Uh, what uh, number nine. Do you have the right list? Yeah, I do. I do. Top 10 rock songs 2020. Do, do you think I'm – are you making a joke? Do you want me to start over? Or, no, or? I'm trying to make a joke. Yeah, it's like uh, – <laughs> what Okay, the no. I'll, I'll, Should we just no, – how do you is... want to do this? Do you want to just run down the list and then comment? I, I, I think so. I think that would be best. Okay. Number 10, Offspring with Gone Away. Number nine, Offspring with Self-Esteem. Number eight, Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit. Number seven, Lit My Own Worst Enemy. (laughs) Number six, six, Breaking Benjamin, Angels Fall, Bad Wolves. I don't even know. I can't even name that song, but it's a Breaking Benjamin song, so it's every Breaking Benjamin. It might be Saving Ed with all I know. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, I know it. Bad Wolves with a cover of Zombie by the Cranberries. Oh, boy. Got some Bad Wolves news for you, too. Oh, number four, Ozzy Osbourne, Under the Graveyard. Well, at least it's n- new music. Yeah. Number three, Godsmack, When Legends Rise. I do not know that. Again, Godsmack at least a new song, song but... Uh. Okay. Uh, number two, oh, Bad Wolves again. Big hitters. Offspring and Bad Wolves. Uh, remember When. Which one was the, the other no- Bad Wolves song? Was it that Cranberries cover? Yeah, okay. and there, that was a cover, number five, and this one is Remember When, which is an original, which I've never heard. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that song. Okay. What was and then, number one? Number one, most played song of 2020 is Shine Down with the song Monsters. Because my monsters are real, and that's right, I 
can tell you from uh, the work radio that when that station comes on, that song gets played pretty much all the goddamn time. I, I'm a Shinedown fan, and I don't know that song. It's okay. I'm sick of it, but uh, I don't know. Wow. Yeah, I didn't like their last couple albums. But anyway, so... It's all right. I guess your your impression of that list to begin with. Fresh. That's the only <laughs> thing I can think of is, fuck, uh, you it's know... Am half I at, fresh. Am I at a sporting event? Uh, you know, it's like... It, Where's Welcome to the Jungle? Where you know, where's Back in Black? I mean, come on, people. Uh, we're we're playing yeah. under the graveyard. Why not fucking Crazy Train? It's 2020, people. You know, this is why rock is dead. If anything, I, I'll get into that. You know, because th- th- there's not even an effort. I mean, come on, Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit. There should be that should be a separate fucking station. You know what I mean? It's just th- these are oldies with some some new shit, and and to really. And, and emphasis on shit for the yeah, new. Yeah, fuck, man. I mean, that's that's why people. I should say too that when I got to this this page, they have the top ten, you know, alternative hip hop pop songs. This one was number eight on the category. So already, rock itself, the genre on this page, is pushed way down in priority for what people are. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the top ten thing. So that is. But I mean, how the fuck? The biggest thing for me on this. Is 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 the fact that Offspring is on here twice for twenty twenty five year old songs and not not even and, but, two. If you were to ask me to guess which their two most played songs were, I don't know that I would have came up with these two. Yeah, I definitely think Self Esteem would have been one of them. But 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 anyway, but, but even with that, what the fuck is Lit doing here? That was a novelty. <laughs> that was a novelty song, one hit wonder band. Then Here's, how is that here? That is some. They have to have some. Payola, like a son of a bitch, that, or some kind of some kind of like like you, you know like uh, something that or payback money coming their way. I can't even think of that song that being played that much in like uh, like give me an example like uh, Kickstart Your Heart. It shows up in Lego movies. It shows up in Cobra Kai. It shows up in all kinds of stuff. I'm serious. Like like there are certain songs. The Motley's a big band that you can see that they're getting all this money from from being thrown into right. different commercials. I can't think of lit that song fitting into any kind of like cultural. Oh, I disagree. Thing, you know? That that would fucking fall in perfectly with like uh, a lot of different type of teen movies. And I guarantee yeah. it's in some soundtracks. There's no there's okay. no way in the late '90s, early 2000s when that kind of. Uh, can't hardly wait kind of movement happened uh that that didn't Fair enough. in there somewhere maybe, maybe it is and i just haven't noticed it but there's a couple that you know anyway uh but yeah you gotta just, understand uh, that like lit they don't really apply to to children as well as motley Crue music does so you won't see it in a lego movie <laughs> sure i know anytime i hear that I'm like why is this here but with that said i mean i mean like it, that song, goes, yeah the singer killed a guy in a driving drunk in a car crash yeah Anyway, he probably uh, raped somebody like at some point too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can you start my it's, heart now? it's about a drug overdose. It's time for a life lesson song. <laughs> it's, a lear- it's a learning moment. Uh, um, but but no, but, but but you look at this too. It's like it just goes to to me. This reeks of the only reason that Bad Wolves is on here is Paola. They are not a good band. They are like the epitome mm. of what you would think of an octane. That's a good song, though. I don't know that. I, I, this really, I wouldn't say this is Paola. No, look, I don't need to hear it again. But just to you can't. You can't deny the 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 draw of that that tune, even if you hate it. What? Remember when? Oh wait, who are you talking about? I thought you were still on lit. You're on to bad wolves. No, I'm on to bad. I'm sorry, I moved on to bad oh, wolves. Oh man, I'm I'm, I just I wasn't ready for that transition. Sorry, uh, that sorry. was that was rough. I'll redo it. No, no, no I'm <laughs> kidding. Leave all that in. I'm just fucking around. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Then I'm kind of with you. Bad wolves does seem like something that. Um, 
I don't know. Generated it, in a lab. It's like an octane. But if you would like take all the elements, well, it's terrible, like a five finger death punch or whatever like that, and put it all together, it's a much worse version of that. Like I would take, I would take a five finger death punch in the face all day compared to like a bad wolves <laughs> or a. Uh, That's a unique comparison. The, the singer just quit Bad Wolves, by the way, or he oh. was fired. Um, one of the okay. two things. I don't know. It sounds like they have a a disagreement in politics. It, it, the singer's po- political views seem to be more in line with Five Finger Death Punch than the rest mm, of the members of Bad Wolves. So okay. uh, I'm sure their career will have the same trajectory regardless. I just I didn't see them being like a timeless act. But who who fucking knows nowadays, man? Well, all I gotta say is if you want to know a top ten. New new music is keep listening to your podcast, kids. That's yeah. how you're gonna learn <laughs> learn uh, learn get your learn on. Uh, well, I, it's listen. probably gonna be more offensive to people like us and 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 the listeners of our show because we've never really been the, we're not really the core audience for kind of generic lists anyway. We've always people that listen to to shows like ours or Decibel Geek or, or you know even like the the those Canadian geeks who solve crimes and chat metal. Um, <laughs> they. Uh, <laughs> The audience there is is a little more I don't know uh, culture uh, curated. Let's put it that way uh, when it comes to our music taste. Yeah, I guess so. But but my God, uh, I mean, I, I, just, I like "Under oh. the Graveyard" as a song, but uh, top ten of the year that Godsmack song. Um, I, I thought that 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 last record of theirs, which I think is almost three years old now, um, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was. It, if you follow them, the last couple records have been kind of where they're they're. they're I don't know, stepping out a little bit, at least trying to, to grow uh, as much as you can when you're that tall. <laughs> <laughs> That's a short joke. Yes. Nice. nice. I like it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so. The only guy um, who, uh, Sully is the only guy who I've ever photographed on stage and we saw each other eye to eye. Oh, uh, that's excellent. <laughs> got to visualize <laughs> that at home, that's, kids. Uh, I got that. <laughs> I'm not on the stage with him. Good stuff. <laughs> you want to fight? <laughs> I, I should say that before You're we wrap this up, the, the, the number eleven, the number eleven uh, rock song of twenty twenty was uh, "WAP" by uh... Cardi B. <laughs> I think uh, I think the, our cover of "Rockin' in the Free World" came in just a little too late. I'm hoping uh, JC cracks the top ten for twenty twenty one. Yeah, almost excellent. a thousand views on YouTube. Damn straight, uh, "Rockin' in the Free World." Well, 
I mentioned at the intro of the show today, Luce, that you were the seditious LC. Uh, why don't we break that down a little bit? Because uh, now we both learned the meaning of a new word this week. Uh, and I don't know how where you want to jump in on that. I, if you want to start with the phone call we had. but uh, Sure. Um, you take the lead here. Why are you seditious? And, and what, what did we learn this week? Yeah, well, we learned a lot. But uh, as of this recording, it is Sunday, the Sunday after. January uh, 10th. Yeah, after it's January tenth, so it's it's uh, just a few days after you know the Capitol was uh, was occupied by some individuals, um, and up to that point, there's a lot of things that, that you know I don't think my vocabulary is is the largest and far reaching, but I just never Dear really Lord, heard no. the word. No, it's it's it's, huh? it's really bad actually. It's very it's very limited. Yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's there's a lot of there's absolutely there's drink and there's a few other words I know. Uh, awesome, <laughs> perfect. Great. Uh, uh, you know, there's there's certain adjectives that I have. But the word that I've never – maybe I've heard it. Maybe I've mm-hmm. read it at some point. But I've never heard it in conversation. I never certainly haven't heard it multiple times in the same day. And I called you on it and I said, hey, do you know the word sedition? Have you ever used that in conversation? And you said – No, I, I mean I've definitely heard the word before, but I had really hadn't thought about it until right. you brought it up. Like, yeah, that that is getting passed around a little bit in some of the comments I'm seeing. So carry on. Yep. Yeah, so that means the actual definition is conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or monarch. Let's look at the lighter side of sedition, right? <laughs> yes. And 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 part of it, uh, part of it, you've been uh, pummeled with every all this information. Who knows where we are at the, when this is coming out? Right. But so, however you want to break it down, uh, it seemed awful easy to get into the capital. Yes. Yeah, it um, remarkably so, I would say. Remarkably so. And it got me to thinking about that the security at the Capitol reminded me of when I went and saw Freedom Fest, was a, which was a collection of, of 80s bands uh, two years ago with the, with the great Stephen Michael uh, was there with, with his wife and everything. And, and, we, and he paid for a ticket. Me, I was not. I was not so apt to pay uh, sixty dollars to go see Extreme and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Queenstrike and the Great Whites. So I thought, how can I get in here? Uh, and and the, the security was rather lax. I just walked over, jumped across the the fence, and got in. No problem, mm. no issue. But I got to thinking, like I got in here really easily. But what are some other ways I could have got into Freedom Fest? That, that maybe are easily accessible. Well, I remember after that episode, I think our friend uh, Josh Toomey from the Talk To Me podcast shared a video of a guy basically using uh, a, a ladder to get into anything. He would just carry a ladder, <laughs> wear like a, like a work suit, and just kind of walk in like, hey, I'm here to fix something, you know? And I think that's where I'm going here is like, it, because they brought, it, it triggered me because, triggered, mm. uh, because the Snowflake. fact that I saw, I saw people there with ladders. They were using ladders. You to know, get I, I, saw, I didn't see that many ladders. I saw more like, um, uh, like uh, security gates turned on their side. I, I did love the image of people who were, you know, four years ago were chanting "Build that wall," scaling a wall of their own uh, with a ladder, in some w- of those or with a fence, or just climbing up it. I just thought the juxtapositions, like, see, walls don't work. Uh, if they yes. did, you wouldn't have got into the fucking capital. I figure we just trade off I, things that you could use mm. just to walk right into a concert or other things like that. One being a ladder. Um, I would say like a, some sort of uh, Flintstone Loyal Order of Water Buffalo headgear 
Uh, you know. <laughs> That's a little specific. <laughs> well, it, it worked. <laughs> it does work. Okay. Okay. But, okay, there's there's that end of it. But I was thinking, like, if you just have a plunger, if you walk around with a plunger, oh, okay. you're getting in. You're, you're looking more you're practical. I'm like, like, what did yeah. I see that, that I can take away and learn from? Like, if I carry a Trump flag anywhere, apparently I can walk into a building... Uh, um, True. Ah, you know what? Uh, if, if 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 I'm white, that helps. <laughs> that, that does. That, again, specific. But uh, I'm going with also like a bag of tools. What about that? That you know the little one you you take around the house where you have a little small project, the little, yeah. the little baggy or whatever like that. You can use a bag of tools. What about like just um, an overly packed tool belt? And you yes. you walk in on your cell phone talking really annoyed. God damn it! I'm, you're paying double time for me for this. Okay, I am missing my kid's recital right now. You're in, man. You dismissively hold your hand up at, at any security as you just plow right through. It's just, yeah. Uh, again, also, uh, white helps in that situation, too. So oh, the uh, other part would be um, a dolly. A dolly is great. Just it's, uh, just one of those little dollies. You walk in with a dolly, you're either going, you're, or I say this is this takes a lot of ef- extra effort, but just carry a large air conditioner unit. Now it's gonna be it's gonna be unit. heavy. <laughs> it is an old building. They probably do got a lot of window units in there. Oh man, air conditioner unit. How about like a direct TV dish and like a bunch of cable? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, just, they're like, who the fuck is still getting Dish Network? <laughs> uh, just a, a handful. If you want to talk uh, obsolete businesses, uh, you can yeah. walk in with a, just a yellow shirt and uh, like four DHL packages. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> or going with the yellow thing, just a stack of uh, uh, phone books. Nice. What do you think? Yeah. That 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 actually get you stopped. You're like, what the fuck is that? Get out of here. Yeah. Nobody gets a phone book <laughs> a stack anymore. Stack of phone books. But, uh, but, no, but no, and then you use about... them to beat the person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think also a trumpet. Who the hell carries a trumpet? This guy's got to be going Don't somewhere. You have to, how about you bring a mariachi band? Perfect. All that just just any, show any up like yeah. These are they're with me and just walk past. What about just like a road case, like one of those roadie things? You just like uh, just whatever it is, like the just sitting it like a Trojan horse. Yeah, Ooh, <laughs> just have someone wheel you up outside the door and wait till someone takes you in. <laughs> the actual, actual a Trojan horse. <laughs> actually bring a Trojan horse. <laughs> Just go old school. Like, there's no way somebody's actually in this thing. This is too obvious. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, there's just some things that, that I was like, how absurd is this? These things that they actually brought with them that I they know. could get through. Okay? So so that's part of it. And we'll, we'll get a little in depth here in a second. But the other part is that uh, besides having the same security um, of Freedom Fest. Uh, they actually there, hired the same firm, I found out. Oh, Steve. Right them. <laughs> <laughs> Steve security. Yeah. Steve was there. Yeah. Uh, but, but also, you know, it was, um, uh, besides that, you know, there's also the fact that, that I think that from this, we also have, we can appreciate that it was a learning experience. It was a learning experience in the fact that up to this point, I did not know there was an extremely boring procedure where you where you certify all the votes from all the states right and i didn't know that that day was january 6th did you know that that was the day did you know that they had to open them up like a fucking the grammys and say the same shit for every state to certify it's been it's valid it looks well like, did you know that was i that? i, I, mean, I did I, not i was not terribly surprised that there is a ceremonial uh, process to this whole of thing course. and but you know ever since uh leading up to the election uh social media has it's alarming how many people are pretty much electoral experts when it comes to how the voting process works. And look, uh, 
it is not official until this and then this. Uh, it's like, oh yeah, you know, give me a fucking break. But anyway, no, uh, yeah, I think no. that up. Yeah, I think comfortably we can say that that up to this point, you knew that there was an inauguration, mm-hmm. and you knew that there was a uh, election day, and nobody knew that this January sixth date and, until recently about this whole procedure. The six weeks later, they crack open the case. You know what we found out these... in addition to that, though. What's that? That to know all that stuff, you have to be batshit nuts. <laughs> or yes. so, in, in the uh, actual group of people doing it. You have to be either be yes. an elected official or a fucking nut job scrolling QAnon right now instead of listening to our show. And we'll go into that in a second, too. The uh, other part is is that I was not avail- aware that there are these social networks called Parler. And Gab, <laughs> and I think Rumbler, and everything like that. They're all coming that, together to, to, to become one super social media group, and they're just going to change the name to Echo Chamber. Yes, I think that is a perfect name name for it. But 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 I didn't know that those things existed where there's no regulations and people can just yeah. talk about whatever they're talking about and, and planning on the day and all these kind of things. That was interesting to me. Also, I'm not sure if you knew this, but if you were in a position out there, kids, uh, where you're about to be downsized, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna be losing your job in two weeks. It is a commendable thing to finally stand up to the boss that you don't enjoy working with and tell him to go fuck himself. Just so you know, that is an act of courage, apparently, to, from the new news organizations, from people that have finally stood up to uh, the, this man in charge, this Trumpy guy, and said, "Enough." I think yeah, actually at this yeah. point, I don't like you. I'm just letting you know. If only there was it, signs earlier that he needed to be stood up for that. Maybe we should have draw, drew some lines and, uh, you know, yeah, whatever. I mean, I think you can basically refer to anybody. Oh, the, the word toady comes to mind, and I'm not talking about the band. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of that going on, isn't there? Where suddenly someone has the fucking cojones to, to stand up a, to a bully that's not going to be in their school anymore. It's like yeah, that, that, uh, as as they're leaving school for the last day and they see the bully in the yard, they're like, fuck you. <laughs> and then the bus that, stalls that, and the bully comes on. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work out very well for him. Yeah, but the, but it, 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 it's at this point, those people that are standing up and saying that is the only reason they're doing it is it's politically better for them to now make a stand. Than I can't it believe it wasn't not. politically better to make a stand four years ago, but that's a different topic altogether. Yes, but but uh, so you've got that going on. So there's all these things I think that we can say that at least we'd learn some things about it. But uh, well, we've also learned you, that we don't learn. Um, it's not, there, mm-hmm. there, we have history lessons for a reason, and clearly people don't understand that we're not supposed to repeat history when it's bad. Yeah. So do you have any other things to add to this or do you want me well, to keep moving uh, here? Well, of course, you know, we were in, in, in reference to the, the whole ridiculousness of the, the, the event, you know, when Sebastian Bach is the fucking voice of reason on Twitter, uh, we're in a fucked world. When Tommy Lee tweets something that makes more sense than anything our president has tweeted the last four years, you know, we're, we're fucking kind of doomed. That is, those are not good signs. I'm not commending them. Yeah, uh, uh, for what it's worth, uh, uh, Sebastian went after Kid Rock and um, Ted Nugent specifically on Twitter. He's like, is this what I think his, his tweet to Ted Nugent was was perfectly succinct. He's like, is this what you want, Ted? And he tagged Ted Nugent in it. Now, I, I went to see any type of reply or comments on Ted's page. Now, to be fair, 
It doesn't look like Ted tweets a whole lot, a couple times a month, maybe. Uh, so the the lack of a comment doesn't say one thing or the other. But yeah, um, that loudmouth jackass has been just as insightful uh, for well over going back to Obama's administration. Um, and this is where we're at. And I, I wouldn't mind an explanation, Ted. Is this the the country that you see? Is this the patriotic response that you're so proud to to boast about? Um, uh, Kid Rock a little less just because he's just kind of a dumbass. Um, I, I do think he said some kind of shitty things, and but for the most part, I don't think he's. I think we know where his politics are, but he's not very political. If that makes sense. Sure. He wanted to go yeah. to the White House and get a picture with Trump because he's stupid, <laughs> not because he like you know actually. I don't know. He's more of a troll to me. Summarize how you kind of came up came about how the day unfolded for you, like learning about this or like, how did it hit you? Is it real time or was it Mm, sort of, I mean, I was at work and, um, you know, I'm still connected to the, the internet, obviously through my phone, but I was at lunch and, um, uh, I was actually commenting with a friend of mine and, and, and they were talking about the, the protests that was gathering in DC. And, And my comment to him was like, well, you know, um, Let's hope things stay calm. You know what I mean? I, I just said something literally to that event. You know, it's just it, it's OK to get out there and voice your opinion and have these gatherings. And then after I close that out, like I said, I was on lunch. I go to my Facebook feed. There's a news story about the basically everything no longer being peaceful. And then I go to, I start scrolling through news stories. And then within two minutes, I was back commenting like, well, so much for that. Um, so I, I didn't get to see. Until I got home and I actually sat down in front of the TV and watched some of the news coverage, um, and it was that's when it really hit, and and it was just like, what the fuck is? I mean, what about you? Uh, you were working the same day. We talked that night, and and read the definition of sedition to each other to, uh, to calm <laughs> each other down. Uh, what what was it like for you? Yeah, mine was the fact that I was in, it just happened that day I was in meeting after meeting and, and I just was, didn't have the news on, didn't have notifications on, all that kind of stuff. So when I came to it, it was like three or four in the afternoon mm-hmm. and I just got a text just saying like, can you believe this is happening? And I'm like, what? And I, I was actually driving at the time, pulled over, started looking at these pictures and my first reaction was, these have to be photoshopped. <laughs> these are, this this can't actually really be happening. Like the, all this. The, 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 the singer from Iced Earth hopes it's photoshopped. <laughs> yeah, you see all this, these, this, this ridiculousness and and everything like that, and then, but what really pulled me in is, and what I was going to say is that, you know, it's easy uh, for for most of us and myself up till that day, pretty much, to just say like, you know what, these are just some crazy, uneducated, mad, maddening, just like sick in the head people that are there. Uh, and and they're all from Nebraska or Arkansas or whatever, you know, yeah. this general stereotype. They're they're all and everything like that. But uh, I actually that that Monday I was not aware of this that um, one of my uh, in laws uh, uh, sent a message that was a Facebook message that basically said, "I am heading to Washington to uh, possibly die for what I believe in." Oh, man. And and I am bringing my son, and I am so proud. Semper Fi. <laughs> Jesus fuck. This individual, by the way, that's that's that uh, in my family is in his eighties. He brought his son. Um, he is a man that, let's just say, I don't think that he is inherently a good person. 
but he is like maybe a Wolf of Wall Street character, okay. if, you, if you may. He's had success. He's done this. He's not a country bumpkin and everything like this. But he said, he said, I am off Facebook. I'm deleting my Facebook accounts, my Twitter accounts. This is all in a, a group text, yeah. by the way. And said, Jesus. basically, I will only be available on Parler, Gab, and Gab. I'd never heard of those things before. I still hadn't I heard of even, Gab, so you, you, uh, okay. you got, I, I signed up right after we talked. I, and, and, and I guess and, and, and they're, they're evolving Reddit forums, too. But anyway, the point is, is that the reason I'm telling you this is this is somebody that I know that has been in my home many times yeah. and everything like that, that somehow over the last four years has been, has been part of these, these echo chambers, these, these far, far right things where he is it to the point when he was actually good to go. Like he's watched all those things. Like I am going, and if you research some of this, instead of just watching whatever news source you have, all this stuff was planned through these social networks, easily seen, up to this point with with what you can read and also from what I'm looking at from this yeah. this guy was uh, this individual was actually in the crowd sent text after saying like my son was right where the tear gas was they saw the lady get shot uh, the, the, the the individual mm-hmm. that, that died and everything like that and my point of telling you all this is not to say anything I I, I have no love loss for this person that went there that went there they went there they did not get arrested. <laughs> this is only like 50 arrests for whatever reason. Yeah. They went there. They left. He actually wasn't in the Capitol, but he was there on the steps mm. close to it and was completely, just to make sure you understand this, however you want to say about protesters versus terrorists, mm. he was not a protester. Okay? He was full on willing to give his life, and his son was, for freedom or whatever the message was. So he knew going into it that there were guns involved. He knew all these kind of things. That is how... And it is actually sickening because the fact is, is that what I'm trying to tell you is, and I'll put a lighter side to this. If I am in the KISS FAQ board (laughs) and I'm constantly being told that asylum is better than, than alive, I have to take a step back. Because that is an echo chamber. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm trying to put a lighter spin on this. That no, I get there's it. There is a point. There is a point when you have to realize what I'm hearing is crazy, but there is not. There is there is photoshopped images he would he would share with me of like different things that are obviously yeah. photoshopped and fake. But he believed in them, and he got his son to believe in them. Uh, I've seen that. people like that. Like they'll even concede at a certain point in some examples that it's fake, but the point is still legit. How All is that? It f- that how does that make any fucking sense? Okay. So this it, lie this is, how, is still valid because it it the point is what I want. Not that yeah, right. Jesus. So however you want to think about this in this and if you're listening to this and you're like, fuck these guys, then please don't listen anymore because anybody involved in that that was there that day, okay, and that believes in that done there's there's no way you cannot be that that's a perfect example of somebody in mm-hmm. in it and that's what's scary about this is that that all that stuff has been fed to people whoever you want to, to do be it whatever organization you're in brainwashed completely God. brainwashed to the point where where reality does not exist anymore and this is a person that i have to tell you that before this administration they may have been all those little triggers or whatever yeah. like that to take them down that path maybe but this person was not like that before, so that can show. Well, how then uh, may, you can be maybe a, a shell of hope should be. Is there a way we can get that person back to to who they were, no. or help them find them? So I'm not, look. I'm not optimistic. They're on that. They're on that. They're on that. They're on the border anyway. But okay. That, but I'm saying is that that's. I'm just trying that to just be. This is a real life example. Somewhat. The fact that somebody that I actually knew 
There are so many free thinkers out there that only regurgitate the same fucking six talking points. But they're the ones right. like, oh, you need to educate yourself. They blame the media for everything. Um, so they, those, those are those are signs. Uh, can I can I talk? I, was did I? I'm done. Okay. Um, I, I would. T- <laughs> I want to talk about a couple of the characters that were there. Um, there was one guy uh, that that I thought uh, one of the one of the people that died, by the way, uh, supposedly tased himself in the nuts and gave himself a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> I haven't like I've seen it reported a few different times, and now there's memes. So I'm gonna go with it. I really hope that's true. I I I don't have a lot of sympathy for um, the protesters that died there. Um, I, I'm not happy about it. Don't get me wrong. I, I I'm definitely not celebrating it, but it is kind of funny if you tased yourself in the nuts and it gave yourself a heart attack. That shows you the the type of brains of the people that are going here. You know, where should I keep my taser? Close to your nuts. Um, Then there's that clown in the fucking water buffalo, the, the, the loyal order of water buffalo Flintstone hat or whatever. Um, yeah. that, that, that was everywhere because he's just a, a character. Did you get a chance to hear him speak? No, I have not heard him speak. Nuts. In order to beat this evil occultic force, you need a light occultic force. You need a, an occultic force that is of the side of God, of love, like almost like the, on the side of the angels, okay, as opposed to the demons, all right? And so as a shaman, I am like a multidimensional or hyperdimensional being, okay? I am able to perceive multiple different frequencies of light beyond my five senses, and it allows me to see into these other higher dimensions that these entities, these pedophiles, these rapists, these murderers, these really high up people, that they almost like hide in the shadows in. Nobody can see that because the third eye ain't open. Okay? And that's where things like fluoride and stuff like So his outfit, uh, the guy that's wearing all the horns and stuff like that, it looks like basically like a Chewbacca outfit, but it has the chest cut out and it reminded me of like Paul in 76 and that sparkly <laughs> the sparkly uh-huh. outfit in Kiss. That's basically what it looks like. <laughs> it's a combination of part. a lot of things. That like a, a combination th- that, that hat took me right to the Flintstones. His face paint sure. made me think of uh, Braveheart. Uh, by the way, Never seen it. Um, and then kind of what you're talking about, where he's got, well, he's got the tattooed chest. But then you hear uh-huh. this guy, and he's just this, this run-on of, of just mishmash nonsense. How can you get anywhere into any established business? Like, if you were trying to get into Subway, yeah. okay, and you saw that guy coming through, that, that there's 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 two things that are going on there, and I know I'm, going, I'm flipping back a little bit here. Yeah. But if that guy enters your establishment, your business, it's pretty easy to get him arrested. Lock the fucking doors. There are only yeah. so many doors in and out of a building. So yeah, I still am The appalled. video of them all walking out just fucking... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, okay, however you want to say the measured response uh, is, once you're in there, I guarantee that Capitol has a button where all the button the doors just lock. Like almost like a, you know, a reverse... You something, um, yeah. Pan- panic room or whatever like that. There's no reason these idiots should have left, is my point. Right. Well, they should have been met with a group of people zip-tying their wrists and throwing them into a fucking packed vehicle of... They managed to arrest 14,000 people in July. They could have fucking got more than 50. Is that what the number was? Yeah. So they... Uh, wow. They, they got 50. Yeah. Well, I think it's rising now. As of this morning, it was around 90, but they're tracking everybody down. Whatever. Now, Ron Young, uh, former guest of the show, has been a fun follow on Facebook if you enjoy this stuff. Uh, he shared this, and I've seen it verified. So I'm, it was uh, somebody who posted a picture of his son standing next to uh, a statue inside the Capitol building, and he had put a Trump flag over the... Uh, over the statue that he was next to. And and the guy shared this picture on his own Twitter page, like, I'm so proud of my son, and something very similar to that. And then, yep. like, his next tweet was, like, why is the FBI trying to contact me? And then... <laughs> 
Twitter account disabled. Uh, <laughs> so those, the, I don't, I don't, I don't know. The, the timing wasn't like instantaneous. I don't think, but it was just like those three things. It's like I'm so proud of my boy for committing a federal crime. Here's a picture of him doing it. Hey. Why is the FBI on the phone? And the one thing that breaks down, too, and, and, and we are bouncing here, is this is not our normal uh, like bread and butter. But the fact is, is that however you want to slice and dice it, don't throw ideology or political views in this. this if, exactly. If you support this thing at all, that it, this should be a breaking point for any human, any mm. any like human of this earth. That's it. 100%. This is, this is done. This is not a There's Republican, no Democrat reason. thing. Yeah, by the way, two words we didn't use. I don't think one time we mentioned the Democrats or Republicans. If we did, it was not really in direct context to this act. No. Um, That's it. My parents, Republicans. My parents, you know, the, however you want to slice and dice all that stuff. I'm not disowning my parents, but they don't support this. It's only a this. coincidence that my, only the, the dumbest people in my family are Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> we, what, what we want is we want uh, people that do not dress up as Flintstone characters to continue listening to the show. Yabba dabba don't. Well, I mean... That's the stand we're taking. Dress as a Flintstone character in appropriate setting. Yabba dabba don't. You know, uh, yeah. That's all, that's all we're saying. I'm all with cosplay. Or, or, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an elitist. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dress up where you want. Just don't go. Just don't go uh, to the Capitol. Ron Young uh, made a joke about like if Giuliani would have uh, organized the protest, it would have been at the. Uh, they would have been at the wrong place. It would have been at the at the headquarters for Capital One. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Uh, though, but um, Which, you can use your Capital One card to buy a dildo. <laughs> ooh, or a flashlight. Nice. Mm. Or flashlight. It's good. Mm. You go in both directions. Well, uh, hopefully at this point, things are calming down. Things are, are in a better situation than they were two weeks ago. So timing-wise, it'll be interesting to see where this this episode lands. Yeah, to exactly. Actually hap- currently happening, right? Yeah, there'll be just a few days left if he hasn't been taken out. Um, so we'll, we'll yep. find out by then, I guess. But anyway. Yep. But uh, you want to get out of here? Yeah, man. Let's go home. <laughs> All right. Rock's not dead. It just tased itself in the balls. Ow! Dead head! When you don't know, the legend ghost can hurt you. If you only want to live and die in a cage. There's panic and there's chaos rampant in the streets. Where useless thoughts of peace are met with rage. Demoralized.
Why you look for that? I'm gonna refill this. I knew you were gonna say that. Go, go. You're very offended when I get off camera for at least three minutes. I can't believe how long it takes you. It's like a woman getting out of a car. <laughs> achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.